Welcome to the Yahoo Finance Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. I'm Jen Rogers, and I'm here with Dan Howley, and we are talking phones today because the new Samsung Galaxy Note 8. Dan, you've held it. I have held it. I held it, uh, and I enjoyed it. I caressed the phone. Caressed. Very creepy sounding. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this is the 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 phone is coming out, mm -hmm. and it is against the backdrop of the fact that Apple is going to be coming out with its new iPhone Mm -hmm. in September. Big tenth anniversary. Is it going to be the iPhone eight or the iPhone X? So, like, there's you know iPhone eight, iPhone X, iPhone ten. I think it's probably just going to be iPhone eight. They'll probably mention that it's the 10th anniversary in like their, you know, ads and during the reveal, they'll be like, oh, 10th anniversary, check it out. This is the iPhone 8, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I don't think they'd ever call it the iPhone X. That's very 1990s, you know, extreme Mountain Dew stuff kind of thing. Okay, so that you were saying that's lame. Yeah. We're not going there. Yeah. But so Samsung, they need to figure out how to beat Apple at this game. And the last one, that Galaxy Note 7? Not so good, yeah. What happened? um, They messed up with their battery making, um, uh, the manufacturers uh, that they used. And uh, so uh, to get super nerdy, there's two parts of uh, inside of a battery, the positive and negative side. And there's uh, something that blocks uh, the positive and negative from touching to create a charge. And I guess the film in between that blocks them broke. Uh, in some phones, and then they just exploded and, you know, yeah. caught fire. And, it's know. not good. No. I was reading one of your reviews of the Galaxy Note 7, and you wrote that it would have been one of the best handsets out there if not for the fact that it kept exploding. Yeah. It was, I mean, you know, we, I reviewed it. Um, my, my friends who were also reviewers, they reviewed it. They all loved it. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this phone is incredible. You know, we should, you know, people wanted to buy it. People were excited about it. And then a few months later, uh, you start getting these reports out of Korea that they're exploding, uh, they're catching fire, uh, there's problems with their uh, chargers, you know, Samsung started looking into it, and then, you know, the FAA all of a sudden is saying, don't bring it on an airplane. Um, I did that, by the way, I brought it on an airplane. It was during... I know, yeah. It was during Apple's, um, uh, the iPhone 7 reveal, and so I flew out to San Francisco, and, you know, I was was, uh, checking it out, and I brought the Note 7 as a hotspot, and... Uh, just thinking, you know, it won't be a problem. Sure, there's been some of these, you know, issues, but it's not going to be a big deal. And then on the way back uh, was when they were saying, don't bring this on the plane. And I had it with me, and I was like, I guess I'll just bring it and hope no one sees it. So it was kind of FAA scary. or United or American, whoever Dan flies. Yes, yes. He's a very responsible I am, guy. Don't, don't don't hold this against him. I, I, I love your free food. Don't stop letting me watch TV, JetBlue. <laughs> All right. But for the, the Galaxy Note 7 didn't go as they planned. Right. And they're not changing the name totally here, which I'm a little bit surprised um, about. Yeah. Just going with Galaxy Note 8. Yeah. Uh, so have they got all the battery problems worked out? So it's weird. They, you know, they went out of their way almost to bring up the fact that the Note 7 exploded. Um, and they, you know, during briefings and during their announcement today repeatedly brought up the the Note 7 debacle, which is something you would think they would kind of want to get past. They had the the Galaxy S8 already, and they could have easily said, oh, you know, we addressed that back then. Uh, We had this big, you know, mea culpa, um, our bad that your phone's exploded. Uh, They had different ways of, you know, um, uh, 
addressing it for customers who had to give their phones back because remember they they uh, they sent out updates the carrier sent out updates killing the phones not letting them charge past a certain amount so you couldn't use them at all right and, it was a um, real I mean con- and consumers were mad about oh, it oh yeah I mean people were super super annoyed um, I have a friend who uh, uh, his friend uh, loved the phone and he had to get a Pixel which is Google's phone I love that phone too uh, but he hated the Pixel because he wanted the Note Seven so. Uh, the president said the, uh, of Samsung uh, 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 Americas um, basically said this was a stumble. Um, we're sorry that your phones exploded, and uh, they, you know, they're giving people who were Note Seven customers and going to the Note Eight uh, discounts. They um, are going overboard, making sure that the battery is okay. They got the uh, underwriter, underwriters laboratory to certify that the batteries are okay for the Note Eight. They're um, basically. Putting out ads saying people love the Galaxy brand, you know, uh, they think of them as incredibly functional and they're their favorite phones, things along those lines. And so they're, you know, they, they keep harping on it. It feels like they shouldn't anymore. It feels like you did this already. You don't have to do it again. Now you're just kind of reminding people that the, the Note brand had this issue. And so the fact that they're using the Note brand still is interesting. Um, I think people, they seem to think Samsung, uh, that the Note brand has so much love behind it for consumers that if they got rid of it, it would be worse than the potential backlash they see from people kind of associating huh. it with the Note 7. So, All right. Time for you to nerd out on us. Let's go. Let's go. Let's you got to uh, play with the phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what's the big deal? Um, I like it a lot. I think it's very pretty. Uh, Samsung's done a great job updating the look of their phones. Um, Apple's iPhones had this, you know, that the top bezel and the lower bezel, they're really thick. Uh, that's to, you know, Apple loves symmetry, and the bottom bezel has to fit the fingerprint reader. So they want to make sure that the top bezel matches it so it doesn't look weird. But a lot of people are going to these edge-to-edge displays kind of thing, and that's what Apple's probably going to do with the iPhone 8. Samsung already has that. They have wraparound edge, uh, super slim bezel on the top and bottom, um, and it's a really pretty device. The big deal about it is the huge screen and the dual lens camera. And they're kind of following what Apple was doing with the dual lens, and they're making it so that they have a telephoto lens and a wide angle lens. So what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to zoom up to two times optically, which is way better than digital. Digital, when you zoom in, you're you're using software, you get those weird artifacts, noise, noisy photos, kind of thing like that. Digital, it's just glass that you're looking through. So it's clear. It looks like it should look on a regular camera. So they're doing that as well, copying Apple there, but what they're adding is optical image stabilization to their camera. So when you zoom in um, and you're looking at something way far off, like say you're trying to take a picture of the Empire State Building here, right? You zoom in, you get a picture of the people taking you know, photos up top, and if your hands shake slightly, the whole image just goes wonky and it looks terrible. Optical image stabilization um, adjusts for that. So your images won't look wonky and terrible when their hand is shaking because you're zoomed in all the way. Um, so if you want to take pictures of your neighbors from across the street, you got it now. You got You're it good. now. You can be that really super good creepy guy yeah. across the street. Uh, I mean, I love a great camera, but it doesn't sound groundbreaking to me. Am I missing something? I mean, there's like what a fingerprint's going to be near the camera. It's yeah. not that much bigger. It's it's slightly large. It's I mean, it's inconsequential the difference between that and their existing Galaxy S8 Plus, and that's kind of, to me, silly, because the Note brand has always been known for a big screen. When they originally came out, 
their screens weren't, I mean, they were like 5.3 inches, I think, around there. But when that came out, people were like, that's preposterous. Why would you use a phone that large? And now, you know, you're looking at phones that are 5.5, 6 inches as large, you know? Um, this is uh, 6, I believe it's 6.4 or 6.3 inches, but it's uh, 0.01 inches larger than the S8 Plus, which is nothing. That's nothing. Right. So 0.01? Yeah. It's that much of nothing, you know. So um, so I, I, I feel, oh, I'm sorry, point, 0. 0.1. That's what it 0. is. 0.1. Yeah, okay. That's a I was going to say that. I mean, zero. Uh, yeah. Point zero one's nothing, nothing. Yeah. Um, but so what they do is they rely a lot on the st- uh, stylus. That's something that they've always been known for is their S Pen stylus and the size of the screen. They're kind of improving on the S Pen stylus. I personally never use a stylus for the phone. I think it's silly. I already have two fingers that are doing all this work. Why am I going to pull something else out? But they say that consumers really love it. It resonates with them, so they keep improving on it. They're adding new features. Um, during my briefing, I saw that they had an artist actually drawing on the screen with the stylus, and she was doing an incredible job. And uh, I, I was angry. She's an artist. She is, yes. You should so, say I would be drawing like a smiley face. Yeah. It was it was pretty sad what I did versus what she did. It was amazing. <laughs> so Samsung, they want to be like the iPhone killer, though, mm-hmm. with this phone. Is it enough? I think, um, you know, it's a great phone, and I'm, I'm going to be reviewing it soon. Uh, I should be getting it shortly. But I, you know, I think from what I've seen versus what Apple is going to do with the upcoming iPhone 8, X, 10, whatever we're going to call it, I think that Apple might have them beat. And with what? Uh, with probably the camera. I think their camera is going to be a little bit better. Um, they're introducing supposedly facial recognition technology. Samsung has iris recognition technology. The problem with it is you can trick it with like a printed out picture. Um, hmm. I mean, it, it, yeah, it takes a lot of effort to trick it, but you can. Sounds like something my kids would try. Yeah, it's and you know the the folks that originally did that and and you know exposed that were they took a printed out picture of someone, then put contact lenses over the eyes to make them rounded. So it's a lot of effort to go through. So it's not going to, like, you're not going to get a criminal who steals your phone and does that. Um, But I think, you know, Apple will have them beat with that. They're doing a lot of updates to iOS 11. They're doing a lot of updates to Siri, to the App Store. um, And they just have the interoperability with other Apple devices. So I feel like they're going to have a a lead on Samsung here. And, you know, it's a shame because Samsung does such a good job with their products. Note 7 aside, um, the cameras are always great. The screens are gorgeous. The screens are, you know, I mean, for the longest time I've said that Samsung has the best screens, and that's because they use what's called AMOLED technology versus Apple's LCD technology. And with the iPhone 8, Apple's going to start using that. Can you tell us what that is exactly? So AMOLED stands for Active Matrix of Organic Light-Emitting Diodes. And basically what it does is allows for deeper blacks and uh, more vibrant colors. The blacks that you see on the screen, the pixels are actually deactivated entirely. So there's they're not projecting a light through a black filter or anything like that, um, or putting a bunch of colors together to create black. It's just actual darkness. So the images look far better. Text looks really good on it. And that's not to say that the iPhone's Retina HD display is bad, but the you know the Note 8's just looks nicer. So Apple's going to be introducing AMOLED uh, or OLED to their next phone. So it's kind of narrowing the gap now between what Samsung has to offer and what Apple has to offer. And I feel like if Apple can, you know, push the right buttons, so to speak, they will push past Samsung. Isn't there some downside to those screens when you're outside? There actually is, yeah. So um, the brightness is an issue. It doesn't get as bright as an LCD screen. 
Samsung, uh, the way they address that is they have what's called Super AMOLED, and that's like their internal name. And basically, it boosts the brightness for it. It can be a problem for your battery, but overall, it's still much better looking than LCD. And, you know, LCD looks great outside. It's not going to clear your battery as much when it's, you know, amped up all the way, um, but it just doesn't look as good. I'll tell you what I would do if I were going up against Apple. I would make a really good phone, and then I would sell it for less. Yes. But that's not what these guys are doing, right? No. Tell us how much this Note 8 is going to be. So it's uh, between $930 and $960. That is just, yeah, it's totally insane. I don't know who has that kind of money to just drop. You're going to do, like, monthly payments or something like that, right? But. Do you remember when you could go to a carrier and it was like 199 and you were, you know, walking out with a new phone? And sure, the money was still built into the installments that you would pay, right. but it wasn't so much of, you know, a shock. Like my wallet cringes looking at something like that. So I feel, you know, that's too much money for for me to want to spend on a phone um, outright. I feel like I would still go for those installment plans. And I mean, this is supposed to be a premium phone, and that's the way they're marketing it now. They're saying this is our top of the line phone, so we're going to charge a top of the line price. That's what everyone thinks Apple's going to do as well. Yeah, think. let's talk about the pricing there because if that has uh, even one more digit. Yeah, they're thinking it's going to be $1,000. Yeah, so that's, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot of money. And if you buy, you know, uh, an iPhone 7 Plus fully decked out with the 256 gigabytes of storage, you're going to be paying, you know, 960 around there. So it's close, but pushing $1,000 is going to be a lot. And I think, you know, I mean... A lot of people are going to look at that price and say, well, this is Apple overcharging again for something that we can get somewhere else, which to a degree is true. But Apple also has their own secret sauce that they throw in that gets people hooked, and they do a good job of that. So there's kind of a reason for them to be able to charge that much. I don't know if I would want to spend that much money myself, but for people that can and people that want to, if the iPhone is what all the rumors are saying that it will be, then it might actually be worth that $1,000. What do you think? They should have put in the Note 8 that would have been, wow, this phone, everyone's got to get out of the Apple ecosystem. Don't worry about iMessage anymore. This just blew my brain. I feel like if they if they did something better with the design, this is kind of like the same look as the, the Galaxy S8 and the S8 Plus. You know, you can put they, – they showed the phones all side by side. And, you know, some brands like to make their own brand language cool. That's, you know, how you want to sell your products. That's totally fine. Um, I feel like Toyota does that. All their cars look the same, the front mm-hmm. ends, right? Uh, but with phones, it's different. You're spending a lot of time with your phone. It's, you know, it's in your pocket. It's out of your pocket. It's in your purse. It's out of your purse. You have it nonstop with you. You always look at it nonstop. We're all addicted to it. Um, I think if they made a, a, a full edge-to-edge display, top and bottom and side, I think that would have really done it for me. That that would have been like where I would have been like, yeah, this is so good. I'm going to buy this now. This is awesome. But now it's like, cool, I already saw the Galaxy 8 Plus or S8 Plus, and now I have the Galaxy Note 8, uh, and they look the same, except one's got a stylus and one's got a smaller battery. Uh, what? You know, yeah. what, what am I doing You know, this for? So I think if they did something different with the design, I would have been all aboard. How far away are we from that? Because it doesn't sound like Apple's doing that either. They so it's it's weird because they they might end up doing something similar to that. Um, the essential phone has uh, a camera um, that's on the front p- uh, part of the screen, and the uh, the screen kind of wraps underneath it, so you can kind of you know get a full on almost edge to edge to edge to edge display. Apple might do something like that. There's images online. 
that leaked of a phone similar to the way the Essential is set up, where the camera is in the top center of the screen and this uh, the the you know display part just kind of like swoops around it. So it'll be interesting to see how they can get developers to make their apps work that way, because um, they're going to have to build in this you know blank spot in their their apps. But if if Apple does that, I mean, I would love to see that. That would look so cool. And I know it's a phone, and it's silly to be excited about a phone like that. But you know, like it would look rad. I would love it. It's not silly, Dan. <laughs> it's cool. So Dan brought this essential phone to the studio right now, and, and I'm getting to hold it. And it is pretty cool to have this screen is, yeah. wrapped around. It um, makes it feel much more like this floating yeah. piece of yeah. glass yep. in a way. I have my iPhone 7 next to it, and it's funny. You don't realize how much wasted space yeah. there is yep. until I, you have them side by side. Um, our uh, our our coworker JP uh, Mangalinden, he did the review of this, uh, the Essential phone, and he loved it. He yeah. just flat out loved it. And what's interesting is, I met with Essential the other night, and uh, I was talking to them about the design, and they said how the back of it has um, ceramic, and it's incredibly sturdy. So it'll it'll scratch and it'll get a little nicked, but uh, if you drop it, it won't crack. And Love they, that. Yeah, they've done tests where they drop it on concrete. And it doesn't shatter. And the reason is because they use titanium and it doesn't flex as much as aluminum or steel, which a lot of other companies use in their phones. And what happens, so totally nerdy, weird. Go nerd. But what happens is the reason why uh, glass shatters is because it shakes too much. And so when you drop it, phones shake and they create a weak point in the glass and then the glass shatters. So it's not that it's, you know, glass is, you know, glass is weaker than steel, obviously, but if it didn't. Uh, shake like that, it wouldn't be a problem. Hmm. So with steel and aluminum, they can do that because these phones wobble and they'll they'll break. You know, a, a larger iPhone, there's more mass to it. There's there's it's longer, so it's going to wobble. Um, this they use titanium in it and they reinforce it. And they showed me, you know, how when you try to flex it, it doesn't as much as other yeah. phones. How much is this phone? Just so we have price comparisons, I'm interested. So seven forty. Seven forty. So cheaper. Yeah. Now, one thing before we go, I I have to say I I am a iPhone yeah. user and have been ever since I had my BlackBerry Pride from my hands. <laughs> but uh, I'm holding this essential phone, and you got to play with the the Samsung uh, Galaxy Note eight. I am so used to a home button. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that when Apple reveals their next phone that that I'm going to have to say goodbye to the home button? That's, you know, that's one of the things that a lot of people are saying. They're 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 thinking that maybe the home button will be an on-screen virtual button. And the reason why that would be so controversial is because that's where your fingerprint reader is on the iPhone. And the essential phone has it on the back, Samsung has it on the back, um, too close to the camera on the Samsung phone. Um, the Essential has it set up right. The Pixel has it right in the middle, set up right on the back. Um, Apple, one of the rumors is that it'll be underneath the display where the home button would be. So you would just be able to put your hand on your finger on the display and it will read your fingerprint. But they also could be doing a lot with the facial recognition, excuse me, facial recognition and uh, iris recognition. So they might be able to just, you know, totally avoid the fingerprint scanner entirely and go right for your face. And could you imagine going to the store, paying for things at Rite Aid? With your face, it just sounds ridiculous and you know very total recally, but super cool. It really sounds like the future yes, is here. Yes. All I want, Dan, is a phone that doesn't break and is totally waterproof. So yes. that is the future for me. I hope that comes along sometime. Thanks so much for uh, 
coming in here and bringing this cool phone. I know. I love that, right? It looks yeah, super cool. This one's pretty cool. And I'm getting excited about uh, both of these phones coming out, Galaxy uh, Note 8, and let's just call it the iPhone 8. Yeah, that's that's what I've been going with is iPhone 8. It's probably going to be the iPhone 8. If it's not, then, you know, Tim Cook will make me look like an idiot, which I'm sure he's more than capable of doing. <laughs> but 8 versus 8, that, that I like it. Well, yeah. And you're going to bring us up to speed once we get this uh iPhone out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Dan Howley, thank you so much. Our resident nerd coming in here and talking to us and nerding out on phones. And thank you guys for listening to the Yahoo Finance podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you soon.